0: This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Funny thing happened on a recent October fly fishing trip that Dave and I took to southwest Montana and northwestern Wyoming. Funny thing was that I found myself taking great satisfaction in how my fly fishing gear made my time in the river more enjoyable. And that's usually not the case. Usually I'm just focused on one thing, that's catching trout. True dat. <laughs> but for some reason, I, I noticed how well my gear performed and I... I really enjoyed that. Today, we want to talk about what we learned about our gear on this recent trip. Your fly fishing gear can make or break your experience. So, we thought it would be helpful to share some observations. Uh, Dave, why don't you get us started?
1: Well, the first is how much I enjoyed my new fly rod. I had purchased a Sage 1 rod this summer, 9 foot 6 weight. And I did it simply because it was on sale. (laughs) They were, uh, I think, putting that line out of production. Uh, It's a sweet rod. It is a really sweet rod. And so we just streamer fished and nymph fished and uh obviously we were fishing on some of those bigger rivers the missouri was one of the bigger rivers certainly willow creek and and the gardener were not as big but i just really enjoyed that rod and you know i have an eight and a half five weight and a couple others that i use but it was just so fun using that new rod intensely for four days
0: was that the first time you you used it no No. i had
1: used it in colorado when we went to uh, harrison flats in the collegiate wilderness and I really enjoyed, you know, dry fly fishing mm-hmm. on a high mountain lake. But it just fit well, you know. That the nine foot six is just oh, a good yeah. all around rod, yeah, especially for the west. For the it's, west, it's just perfect. It's yeah. Huge. And and it was, and it just, I have to say, no issues with it. Um, I wouldn't say I could cast farther because that would imply I'm a better fly fisher than I am. But <laughs> um, I, I, you could. I mean, I could just yeah. tell the way it oh, loads yeah. was just unbelievable. So. Yeah. Um, I, I just really enjoyed the fly rod. So I would say my first observation was I'm so
0: glad about the fly rod that I purchased. Yeah, that's great. Well, I've talked about how much I enjoyed my gear and found satisfaction in it. But honestly, one lesson I, I learned or relearned is that gear wears out after 20 years. Uh, yeah, I, you think? Oh man, <laughs> I, I'm glad I put two pairs of waders in. And I, I've done this intentionally because I know they're both getting up in years. And the the first pair, the pair of Patagonias, is is was exactly 20 years old. I, I need to say was 20 years old because uh, uh, that, that's now somewhere in a landfill. Uh, the the feet in that are just uh, you know they, they were leaking in, in both. Uh, Did you say dry rot? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So I mean, really, there's no way to uh, uh, to you know repair that. So. Uh, I, I had to get rid of that. And then I noticed the one day my, my hands were kind of cold and wet with my waterproof gloves, and I, I inspect them closely. I look between the fingers, and there's holes between <laughs> every one of the fingers. So I, I realized it was, uh, it was time to get some new ones. I, I guess I was thankful, though, that I used them that long and uh, didn't feel like, well, you know, every three years you have to buy the, the next best thing. Uh, yeah, twenty years. I felt pretty good about. Yeah, that. that's a
1: good long, yeah. good long while. I think the next thing for me, my observation was um, about my boots. So I have a pair of Sims boots. Um, they are not studded uh, boots, but they are the rubber soled boots with. Uh, you know, they've been they've been good boots. I, I don't recommend them for the Yellowstone, even the Gardener. I thought, oh my gosh, there were times when I thought, even crossing that Gardener several times it's not treacherous but they're just not um they're older and uh, they're worn just a little bit they will be a good pair of boots a Mm -hmm. good second pair of boots yeah we fish the driftless or something like that Mm -hmm. where you don't have that uh the speed of the river is not as fast so um so I came away from the trip thinking Mm -hmm. well going in I realized I need a new pair of boots Mm -hmm. coming out of the trip I thought I also need a new pair of boots I just could not you know, justify, cost justify in terms of budget, purchasing a new pair of boots before the trip.
0: Well, I did. I, you know, typically we usually uh, get something new, you know, every, not every trip we take or at least every fishing season. And I, I knew I was in line for new boots and I had a pair of corkers that, that had the interchangeable soles and they were all uh, torn up and and the, you know, the boots themselves weren't in great shape so I, I, find, I broke down and bought the pair of Patagonia foot tractor boots and I'll tell you what, I love those. A couple things, one was the traction, uh, they're, they're great for traction and I've heard guys say that especially the new model, they, the, the first uh, iteration uh, maybe didn't work quite as well but the, the second one, the, the uh, aluminum uh, bars that are on the bottom are kind of serrated and they're also, you know, angled. So, uh, wow, th- those they were great. I mean, wading boots are wading boots. It doesn't guarantee that you're not going to slip on a, you know, on a rock that's covered with moss. But they did a great job. And I think the other thing that I like, too, is they... Um, uh, they're just really solid, so my feet didn't get as tired. And, and like you said, we walked over a lot of rocks, a lot of rough uh, uh, stream bed on the side. And I was going to ask you about yeah. that. They are a little bit heavier boots. Yeah, that's the only thing. In fact, when I came back, I had to um, I had to take them out of my suitcase. I kind of knew that I would, and I packed them in another little duffel bag. And I had to pull that out because I was over the weight limit. Oh, seriously? My bag. Yeah. So you had to pay.
1: Just for that bag? No, no,
0: I, I, no, I didn't have to pay because I pulled them out and I, I used, I carried them on. Oh, that was
1: but, good thinking. But yeah,
0: otherwise I would have had to. Yeah, that's the only thing. They, they are heavier, especially when you get water. But, but that didn't translate into, uh, you know, feeling like, oh man, like tired just, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, these are or so heavy like on that. my yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah. I think they were so comfortable that, uh, yeah, that my feet felt great. And I know my others just maybe not being as heavy. The the soles are not as rugged. Yeah, my feet would get a lot more tired. So those are great.
1: I would also say uh, you mentioned waders just a few minutes ago. And I think I'm probably near the end of my waders. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was thinking that they were not as old as they were. I bet they are close to 10 years old, Yeah, but Mm -hmm. I had a pair, I have a pair of Dan Bailey waders. Now, some of you might have three or four pairs of waders. I typically, you know, ride mine hard and purchase a new pair, Mm -hmm. but, um, I couldn't tell, and you you start to notice this in the summertime, you don't know, notice this as much, but if you're fly fishing in the spring or in the fall, and, and then, you know, if, if you get wet at all, um, and you start to peel those off during the day, you start to get, well, first of all, you yeah. start to get chilled through, throughout the yep. day. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell if it was just sweat because we had hiked a bit or if they were actually leaking. Sometimes you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's certainly they weren't, the water's not pouring in there, but mm-hmm. up, up near my thighs, I wonder uh, on my left side, I wonder if, if it's starting to leak. And I, I think I probably still have a couple years uh, with those, but I probably will purchase a new pair again you know i thought about walking into the fly shop and dropping you know 300 400 yeah, bucks for mm-hmm. a new pair of waders for the sims which are what 500 oh, bucks yeah Holy more cow. than that
0: even six yeah, just well the high end or six seven hundred yeah, bucks yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I probably wouldn't do that yeah
1: so you just can't do that on a fly at least i can't do that on a fly fishing trip no, so uh no, but i need no. a new pair of waders and uh between now and the spring uh i need to i need to make that happen
0: yeah something else that really uh stood out to me on this trip was i i started using uh, my wading staff even in shallow water on small creeks and what happened that first day we fished willow creek with a, a friend of ours and that's a that's a beautiful little uh stream it's uh it was so low that time of year that literally you you fish one run and then you have to walk a little ways, which tells you it's it's very shallow. I mean, I don't think I waded in anything there that was, you know, oh maybe a couple places that were you know, like part way up to my knees, maybe halfway between my knees and ankles. Most of the time, uh, I mean, the water wasn't even above my wading boots. But I remember when we were. You know, we were geared for the beaver ponds. Yeah, that's true. Those yeah, were really the, deep. Right, the beaver ponds were deep, although I didn't even get in those. No, I didn't I either. just stood on the bank. But as we were getting our gear together, I noticed that our friend, whose name is Dave, uh, put his waiting staff on, and I asked him about it. I said, Dave, what's the, what's the deal? Why are you taking a waiting staff? Because I had mine, you know, in my duffel bag, but I wasn't going to use it. And he said, You know what? I always take it. He said, It helps with stability. But he said, it, it, you know, if, if you run into a rattlesnake, he said, even last week, some friends of his were out on this very creek. And they uh, they ran into a, a rattlesnake, even in October. So I thought, well, why not? I might as well put it on. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't think I'm ever going to take it off of you know my waders. I, I loved it. And I, I I used it. I It just never connected with me that I would need it in shallow water I mean I, I thought I need this thing when I'm in you know up to my uh, thighs and, and up to my waist but uh, I was surprised how much stability it gave me and I'm, I'm I'm sold on that now you could even
1: wear that into the pulpit when you preach on Sundays <laughs> yeah, you could have your waiting right. staff that's right I'll really look in case look, things
0: get really deep I know I'll really look old <laughs> there you go I, I see what you're saying yeah well, how am I gonna wait out of this? One? Either very shallow or yes, very that, deep. Either right. one. That's very true. Oh, I set you up for that. Yes, didn't you did. I, I was actually oh, waiting here. Lobbed you the softball yeah, right down and that's the That's why middle. you've been sitting there with that silly grin on your face. Oh my!
1: Oh, so yeah, another heartbreak story about Dave losing gear. Um, so on willow creek which we, is that, we need to do a whole podcast on yeah. this yeah we get about 10 items that yeah. dave's lost or broken so so we fished willow creek and actually the moment we were the furthest from the car which was three three and a half miles away i, I was fishing this run it was just this beautiful run and i had to re-rig i got snagged and and um and so i i wear a satchel that's how um, i have all my fly fishing gear in the satchel which is kind of runs down to my right side and and i had peeled off layers it was cooler and rainy when we first started by the time we got up you know three three miles however long that was it was a couple hours up there Mm -hmm. um i i had peeled off a couple layers i had a vest and then also my fly my uh my rain jacket it was an orvis rain jacket And so I had them stuffed kind of at the top of the satchel and I had it uh, clasped and, but however, so I, um, somehow I forgot to stuff that back in. And so way up on Willow Creek, there's this nice Orvis jacket, you know, nice and camouflaged with near the bank of the river. So, um, so, so here it is on, on Monday, we've got three full days left. So I was not about to go buy, you know, an Orvis uh, $100, $120 jacket. So you jacket. bought a Sims? No, I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we went to this, uh, what was it? Where did we go? We had a Sportsman's
0: Warehouse. No, we went to Bob Ward's. Yeah, yeah, some, Bob some, Ward's uh, Bozeman. yeah uh-huh. some
1: retail place and purchased one that was on sale for like 29 bucks. And who knows? Uh, you know? It, but it certainly worked for the trip. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I did actually purchase a new new piece of gear while i'm on this trip while i was on this trip so
0: you know i should fess up and circle back to something else earlier i did buy a new fly box and that's because even though i had this staff i think it was i had it you know it was just hanging down at the side for a moment and i i actually slipped when i was at the side of the bank and i fell down kind of face first i didn't hit my face but i fell forward And uh, I I uh, I think I broke that fly box on a rock. Wow! So I do remember when you fell. It actually was not a funny moment. No, it
1: was actually.
0: uh, I tell you, it can happen so fast, can it? It it really, you really do. It was actually coming off
1: the beaver ponds, going down back. Yeah, that's right. We weren't in the beaver ponds, but uh, it was
0: just a really slick rock that had moss on it. And I, but anyway, so I bought that. But you know what you said about a rain jacket. I I really like a good rain jacket uses a windbreaker even when there's no rain in the area and i wore mine every day and like you said i'm, I'm like you i like the layer and rather than having a bigger heavy coat even in october if it's cool in the morning i'll just put layers on and then that that rain jacket is the last thing that i i put on and the nice thing about it if it rains great i've got rain gear on if it doesn't I'm just using it like a normal jacket. It's a top layer, yeah. Yeah, it nice. really really does work well. So what gear are you thinking about buying next? What gear are we gonna get next as you take inventory? What do you need? In terms of
1: stack ranking it, I would say number one, I do need a waiting staff. I think seeing you um, use yours just kind of reinforce it. It's probably something I should purchase. I've kind of been resistant to it. I tend to pick things up, you know, pick, uh, staffs up, you know, tree branches and stuff on Long River. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I did that, especially yeah. on Willow Creek. Um, but you know, it's, you know, it's so easy to forget alongside of the yeah. a run. and next thing you know, you're two runs down mm-hmm. and you go, oh. That it's way down, it's back at the other yeah. run, and so I I, I think a waiting yeah. staff, and I'll probably get the one that you that you have, which is that Orvis staff. Yeah. So um, that's that's the first thing. The second thing is I do need a new pair of waiting boots, as I mentioned earlier. I'll probably get those uh, tractors as well. Now, what? How much were they?
0: Oh, the the uh, Patagonia foot tractors, yeah. they're two seventy nine, and that's wherever you buy, and that's how much they are. And I I purposely waited until we got to Montana because. Uh, there's no sales tax, so uh, it was 279 even. That was really nice. Oh, that's good. But yeah, that that's pricey. But I think, well, I'm gonna I'll wear them until they die. That that's what I yeah. tend to do with stuff. So what do you? What's next on your list? You know, that's a good question. I, I think it's probably gonna be another pair of waiters because at some point the waiters that I have are gonna wear out, and I, I share them with my son, and so I, I really need to have another decent pair. You know, I was looking at my fly vest. It's one of the pockets is ripped out, but you know what? It's really comfortable. It's, it's working well, and I, I figure why should I put another hundred fifty bucks or even a hundred bucks into a fly vest when I can uh, use that money to get something else that I need? Yeah, exactly. And I think again, everybody has a budget. Yep,
1: it's oh, so true. Um, you can't. And here's the other thing: the observation about gear is that it's like you never fully have exactly what you need. (laughs) That's right. Yep. So something's always worn out Mm -hmm. or about to wear out. And that's, you know, it's just one of those things. If you Mm -hmm. are a average Joe or average Jane fly fisher, which most of our uh, listeners are, we're just, folks who love to fly fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have anybody giving you gear, no. you know, to, uh, you know, as brand to promote their brand. Yeah, so, that's right. you know, you have to, you know, you have to budget, you have to figure it out. Like on this trip, really, I, there was, I really needed a new pair of boots, but I thought, no, I, I can manage through this trip without a new pair of boots. And and so I did, and I was actually fine. So yeah. um, somehow, <laughs> in fact, when I told my wife on the way home, or actually when I got back, I said, you know, Jana, I really needed a new pair of boots. She goes, mm, no, you need a new pair of glasses. You do not need <laughs> yeah. a new pair of fly fishing wading boots. Uh, oh, you know that's <laughs> Back true. to reality.
0: That's true. I need new glasses too, but but I can't walk with in the streams with my glasses. <laughs> exactly. They don't get very. Although good you can't traction. tie your flies
1: probably as
0: well. Oh man, that's why I need a new pair of glasses. Oh wow. Well hey, it's time now for uh, great stuff from our listeners. Uh, here's a Facebook comment on Dave's post, why I don't tie my own flies. A reader named Don commented, not tying your own flies is a mistake! Exclamation point. Learn to apply observations discovered on the stream in tough fishing situations and applying those discoveries and observations at the vise is the very essence of fly fishing. Embracing the flexibility achieved by solving mysteries at the vice will always lead to a more wise, diversified, and informed angler. This is why tying your own flies makes you a better angler. There's four exclamations and then the word FACT in all capital letters. Three more explanations. Take that, Dave. (laughs) Well, well, actually, I have to say I'm going to stick up for you. I don't completely agree there with our friend Don. Uh, Yes, tying flies will make you a better angler, but there are other ways to learn. I mean, on our most recent trip, I, I hate to admit this, but Dave and I caught almost identical numbers. Actually, I don't hate to admit it because we're not in competition, no. but, but honestly, if, if that was true, I mean, we, we've both fly fished a lot and... It's pretty clear that, that fly tying hasn't made me a better fly fisher. And that, that's very hard to admit, Dave. But uh.
1: Well, there was a moment, I, and, I, and I know the exact moment, when we were fishing the gardener, and um, I had lost a couple of my egg patterns, and you had a beadhead egg pattern. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, hmm, let me go back to my box and see how many other types of egg patterns I have. I don't have anything like the one he's using and that he tied. And I seriously I was thinking, well, yeah. maybe the rest of the day I'm not gonna catch as many as Steve, but you know, I tied on another one you or did. two yeah. and I Honestly, say yeah. I don't think I missed a beat. I no. will say this: I, I will totally tip my hand to those who tie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I can say you're a better fly fisher, and I will grant you that. I've had to compensate, so I I'm I work on different things. I work on my dead drift, I work on you know um, setting the hook, how to strike, um, reading the river. Yeah, um, you know you have to compensate, right? So you, you don't do. have yeah. that knowledge, so you have to get it somewhere yeah. else. Right, and um. I just, I just don't think he, it's fully true. I, I will tip my hat to his, yeah, his response. Uh-huh. But I think many people do not tie their own flies. Right. They're
0: the silent majority. Right. Right? And we bring this up because it, it's really easy for any of us to uh, look at the way we do things and say, well, if you're going to be a fly fisher, you, you've got to do it this way. You have to tie flies. You have to use this kind of a rod. You, And, and the, the fact is there are there are a variety of ways to, to get good at the craft. And so, yeah, we just want to encourage you. If, uh, if you want to give fly tying a shot, it's, it's great. It can be, it can be a lot of fun, but if it doesn't work for you, you're not doomed. And, uh, Dave is certainly uh, proof of that.
1: Well, actually that reminds me when we were fishing the Missouri with Doug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was using his, I think, wasn't it a Reddington, his eight weight? Cause yeah. those fish uh-huh. were so big. Yeah. And, um, and he, he was telling me about the reel, and I looked at the gear, and it was all second tier. Now I'm not saying Redington's second tier; I would never say that. But certainly in terms
0: of price, yeah, it wasn't the high end, right? Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm, I, and it was just, it was really a good reminder to me that mm-hmm. all this kind of always confident, sometimes right people that are in the industry, you know. Maybe they're right, maybe they're not right. And um, you can still catch fish. And you don't have to yeah. do the best. You don't have to do everything yep. like everyone else. There's just many ways to catch fish and to
0: enjoy the sport of fly fishing. So true. Well, that's going to do it for today. What observations and insights do you have about the gear that you use? Please tell us by going to com and commenting on this podcast link. We'd like to know what lessons you have learned about fly fishing gear. How does it make or break your trip, or or does it? You can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and Twitter. We'd certainly love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. That helps. Give us a review. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcast. And if you want access to every episode that we've ever published, go ahead and visit our website and click on Every episode and it'll list every episode that we've published to date.
0: Well thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.